And hello, everyone. Talk of the Town is up and running in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, USA. I'm Scott Montesano, and this is where the Chippewa Valley comes to talk. Hey, we're getting to the end of leaf peeping season. The end of leaf peeping uh, throughout all of uh, Wisconsin with the way the weather has gone and the wind. You still get some colors up overhead, but for the most part, those leaves are a dropping. And I know already uh, in my neighborhood, you can start to hear the lawnmowers going. You're starting to see some more of the uh, landscaping companies make their way around uh, the area. Uh, I, for one, am going to do less picking up of leaves this year. We're going to try to mulch them more. And there's two reasons for that. One, it's free fertilizer. And you hear a lot of people talk about a lot of experts, not just Roscoe down the road, tell you it's good for the yard to have the leaves get worked back into the soil, especially for the trees, the trees that are dropping the leaves. It's 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 meant for them. But also. It's just being realistic. We're at the corner and it seems everybody in the neighborhood, their leaves end up in our yard. Without fail. Without fail. Our front yard tree does not have any leaves yet. I, if I were to completely, and I've done this in years past, pick up all the leaves, put it into many, many, many of those oversized grocery bags, within a week, I would still have a bunch of leaves on the yard. So we're going to do a lot more mulching uh, this year. Uh But you don't want to hear me talk about that. You want to hear me talk about a bunch of things. We got a lot to get to today in a short amount of time. Don't forget, check out all the other great shows we have. The all-new Country Jam podcast, that's very popular. The all-new Sports Watch podcast, that right now is one of our most popular listens. Check that out. And again, everything. Uh, New Banker with a Beer dropped today. Featuring Mike Jordan with the Chippewa Falls Chamber. That's good. Breakout session. So many podcasts. And again, check them all out. I come across a lot of you that check out this podcast because you like this. You want to hear dirt. You want to hear opinions and all that. That's great. But you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not checking out the other great shows that we have. So plenty to get to today. Did want to quickly... Start off with this, like, like giving everybody a popover before a big, a big meal. Uh, we talked briefly on Tuesday, just sort of a reminder, because it should be in, in your mind. It shouldn't be something you skimmed over. Uh, should be something you let soak in, and that is the tragic story out of Barron County where the two teenage girls perished in a car crash, 114, 115. I think there's another girl that was significantly injured, and you have the 16-year-old driver that, while they survived, and no matter what they may or may not have done, they will never be the same out of it. But also a a, a sickening follow-up to that, and that is that you've got scammers. You've got scammers that are trying to post onto various social media pages or at people to get them to donate money for fake accounts and fake funds to help out the families. And it's just sickening. And, and, and I, you know, 
And you, you see this a lot with all these scammers. If you've ever tried to watch a high school game online, for instance, if a school posts, hey, watch this game live tonight on our channel, and they put it on Facebook, usually right below it, there's three or four comments that will immediately pop up that are automatically generated bots that tell you, hey, you can watch the game here, and there's a click, there's a link, and it's it's a scam. It's a scammer's link. And, and I don't want to say you're an idiot if you fall for them, because I know very smart people that have fallen for them, but once you take a step back, you can realize you know things were misspelled or there's an odd amount of emojis and all of that. And it looks, you know, people are using emojis because they, they don't really know the language. And it's very much the same way with all of these scammers, too, that are trying to profit off of a hor- horrible situation. Not even just profit off of it, just scamming. To just profit would be to, hey, I'm going to, we want to erect a monument in these people's honor, and they actually do erect the monument, but they, they skim off the top. That's, that's profiting off of it. This is just a flat-out scam, and it's sickening. And if you, if you look hard enough, there are now more and more stories coming out of the people that are behind these scams in foreign countries. The old, they're actually getting a chance now to talk to the quote-unquote Nigerian prince that has sent you these emails in the past and all of that. And there, there is no, they have not the, 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 the slightest inkling of feeling as though they've done anything wrong. No guilt. None at all. And it's a whole system that's in place. But they, have, they don't have the, the faintest hint of guilt over it. Sickening. It's bad enough when anybody is pulled into one of these scams, but to use this as a scam. I mean, just sickening. What is positive is the story out of Seymour. In a society where we do not like to compromise, or there simply is no acceptance of compromises, you've got to congratulate and celebrate when it does happen. And that's what we've had with the landfill situation what's been going on for years has finally come to a head and an agreement and the county has signed off on it and it looks like all sides are are happy a little bruised but happy but gfl and the town of seymour and the residents near the landfill have come to a compromise over the expansion of said landfill And it appears there was a give and take on both sides. The landfill expansion will, in fact, happen. There was no question that it would. The landfill expansion will go forward, but not as much as was being proposed. And there are payments and some property value guarantees for those that are nearest to the expansion There are 111 homeowner properties that are impacted. 111 homeowner properties that are impacted. Some payments will be as much as $2,200. Others as low as $500 for their their sociological payments. 47% of those impacted do get property value protections. And GFL 
will also work to keep the roads clean. We'll see if they do that. You know, if they, <laughs> City of Oak Park could send them some of their street sweeping stuff that you see around the neighborhoods, it seems like, every single day. Uh, but it seems like everybody's happy about this. I'm sure that there are people in Seymour that are not happy or people outside of Seymour that are not happy over it. They're not being very vocal right now. And I'm positive people within GFL maybe are a little frustrated. There's some people that thought they probably could have won some more, I guess. But in the end, in the end, I think everybody comes out of this going, all right, it's in the past. We got this over. We move on. And that's good. You knew no side was going to win this 100%. And for the town of Seymour, for the people that were in the town of Seymour, yeah, it was, it was great to see them come to the realization of, let's see what we can get as opposed to just flat out stopping this from happening. That's key. Think back. Years when this started, the big push was to stop it. Then you quickly realize you don't, you don't have a kick coming there. But what can we get? And I think they come out of this pretty happy. And it's, a, it's something to keep in mind for some of these other areas. Hint, hint, those in the town of Washington where that development wants to take place. Stop trying to just flat out stop something and see what you can get out of it. See what you can get. Work together. Compromise. You know, some of it's out of your control, but say, hey, we'll go along with this if this happens and this happens. And maybe some of the things you ask for cannot be done. And maybe that in and of itself stops a project. Now, don't ask things with the goal of stopping a project, but see what you can get out of it. Donna Washington, for instance, if you say, and I'm okay with this, if you say, hey, you've got to run stuff out there and you've got to have better roads and then we'll back off and developers in the city of Eau Claire say, no, we're not going to do any of that, well then, maybe that does stop the project. But Town of Seymour, GFL, the whole compromise, I think it should be celebrated. Not everything's about winning 100%. It's hard to win things 100%. One thing you do have to win, you either win or you lose, is elections. And obviously, in a couple weeks, we'll have elections in the area. There's a lot of local elections. And I do recommend, you, you got to get out and vote. You, you have to. And it's, it's going to be quick and painless when you vote this year. There's referendums. There's statewide elections that are of high interest. But there's some, there's some local ones, too. And whether it's just getting online and reading up on the candidates, or it's looking at what the leader telegram has put together. Make sure you know who's running in your area. As a general, as a general feeling locally, if you like how things have gone for the most part and you haven't heard a lot of bad things about the person that's currently in the office, you're likely going to vote for the incumbent. That's just the way it typically goes but maybe you you haven't enjoyed something maybe something in your neighborhood is has fired up in a way you don't like it or or what or in your region or or anything then you you look at the new person 
There is a race, though, in Chippewa County that I don't know how this flew under the radar with me, but it's probably the juiciest and sexiest backstory that we have to an election locally because it is as small-town rivalry as you are going to get and one that, frankly, truly is a talk-of-the-town sort of thing. A great bar discussion, a great discussion at a dinner table. And I'm talking about the Chippewa County Cork of Courts case. Karen Hepfler has held the role since 2001. She got the job when she was in her mid-30s, and now she's pushing 60. It's been her adult job. She's held the role since December of 01 and is apparently a registered Democrat. Nate Lydell is a Republican challenger, challenging her for a second time. He ran against her in truth in 2018. Hepfor won in a narrow vote in 2018. She won with 53% of the vote in 2018. That's rather close for an incumbent. Now, court cases in general have been getting more attention ever since the last election. You've seen more challengers to local Quirks cases nationally. Uh, now, this previous run between Hepfor and Lydell was, of course, before 2020. But you've had even more interest nationally in court cases as more people learn what the Quirks do in counties and all of that. But this one is intriguing because of the backstory. Nate Lydell... You may recall, it was his baby son that died at the hands of that adolescent at that home daycare in October of 2018. It was his baby son uh, with a, uh, that he had had. Um, we've never really heard from the mother, by the way, of that. It doesn't really matter. You know. um, but Nate was, was out in front when it first happened. He is... Ever since then, he's be, you know, he's he's always jumped, drummed up a lot of notoriety, and notoriety is not the right term there. He, he's not attention hungry. That's sick. After this happens, but you know, he was always at the court cases. He has run uh, fundraisers and advocacy programs uh, in honor of his son, who was it was was just a, a few months old when. His son died at the hands of that adolescent at that home daycare in 2018. At the time, he was working in the clerk's office, and he had decided he was going to run against Hepfler. His son died, and a week later was the election, and he lost the election. So you want to talk about just getting kicked again and again by life. So his, his, his baby son died. You're still mourning that. And you lose the election a week later as you were running against your boss. He worked in the clerk's office, had worked there for a few years, was running against Hepfler, and he lost to her. Hepfler then turned around and fired Lydell along with another woman in the office who had campaigned for him two months later. So she turned around and fired Lydell and fired a woman that also had supported Lydell shortly after the new year. Lydell filed a grievance. 
His appeal was denied, though, by Chippewa County. Chippewa County said you are not entitled to have a, a, a hearing about this. He had filed, filed a wrongful termination, and he didn't get any further from that. So again, the backstory here is they ran once against each other before, Hepfor winning a tight race, 53 to 47. So clearly there was dislike already in the county for some of you over Hepfor. And then on top of that, on top of that, a week before the election, his baby son tragically dies. He loses the election and then is fired by Hepfor, the winner, two months later. Now, at the time, I said a couple of things that still hold true. Lydell had organized a mutiny. Let's, let's be frank here. He had organized a mutiny, okay? He was going for his boss's job. This happens in the private sector all the time. You know, somebody goes for a supervisor's job. Well, if you aim, if you aim for the king... You best not miss. He went for the king, and he missed. So in that regard, are you surprised that Hepfor would turn around and show him the door? This guy clearly wanted her job, okay? Flat out wanted his job. It wasn't even one of these back, back channel things where somebody's talking behind somebody's back. No, he flat out openly was going for her job. However, Karen Hepfuller also comes across as a heartless ghoul. She may be a great mother. I don't know, looking at somebody, she's got kids and all that. She may be a great mother. I don't know. Because all I know is she comes across as a heartless ghoul. This guy's son had been killed. Not quite the time to have a midlife crisis of power, you would think, if you're Karen Hepfuller. So what to make of this race? Go with your gut, okay? Go with your gut. Because right away, you, you, you can't vote for Nate Lydell because he got hosed by Karen Hapfler because he did run against her. It's not, if he hadn't run against her and, she, and then she fired him, then it'd be a whole different story. But he, he went for her job. And she fired him. The only reason you question it is because of the tragic death of his son. At the same time, you still have to kind of, you still feel a little dirty about what she did. You, you just do. All right. So what, and there were other stories, by the way, in 2018 that had come out and 2019 that had come out, by the way, and you know, people in that office that really weren't fond of Karen Hepfler and what have you. But as I said, if you're voting in Chippewa County, go with your gut. If you haven't had any issues with the clerk before, you haven't had any issues, vote for her again. She's been there for 20 years. If you haven't had problems, you yourself, forget about what, again, Roscoe down the street or... Or, or Sally down the street says they heard from a friend of a friend. If you haven't had any problems, you vote for her again. She's been there since 2001. Otherwise, consider Nate Lydell. Consider him. 
Me, again, I I don't I don't live in Chippewa County. I think she comes across as a horrible person for the timing of Nate's firing. Then again, some people truly are heartless monsters. However, let's not lose sight of the fact he did go for her job. So so let's let's not lose sight of that. Let's 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 not lose sight of that at all. That he did go for a job. In the end, whatever whatever issues the two had had and you know there'd been a, there'd been issues and whatnot, what what would have been a better end of the story? What would have been a better end of that story would have been obviously Nate's son still alive would be the, the best. But if you know they went through this campaign back in 2018 and she beats him narrowly and they clearly weren't getting along in the office, but you have this tragic situation happen for Nate and people move beyond whatever their squabbles were. They, they move beyond whatever their squabbles, whatever their issues might have been. Okay, you know, for all I for all we know, maybe he was still hammering things home two months after it or whatnot. Like I don't want I don't want to make it I don't want to make it come across like uh, his firing was not unjust because again he went for her job and all that. Intriguing though, that's why I said this as the sexiest, juiciest backstory of any local race. That we have, and I'll be keeping an eye as to as to who wins that race. And let's let's be honest with each other, especially with a local race. A lot of times that you and I are directly hiring people, and that's the way you look at it, especially from a local race perspective. You're hiring people for these jobs. Think of yourself as a hiring manager. If you just don't like somebody, if you know you just don't like somebody, don't vote for them. Uh, one other thing here too, the Mount Washington site has come up again and, uh, I don't think there's any big surprise, uh, the latest plan to try to renovate it, bring it back online that has fallen through. I don't think anybody was surprised that the, the, the last, uh, young man, an entrepreneur out of Altoona had lofty goals, lofty visions and Hey, shoot high. I don't want to fault him for shooting high, but I remember when those plans came out, we said it right here. I don't see it happening. Okay. You need multi-millions of dollars. You know, he had, he had announced it during the height of the pandemic. Uh, You just don't see it happening. Any type of renovation at the Mount Washington site. So give the individual credit for, for trying, but those plans have fallen through. And now the city is, Trying to think, what what are the next steps for that Mount Washington site that has been vacant since 2017? It's off the beaten path, unless you live in Shawtown. I mean, it's not even thought of by people in the community. Has kind of a, you know, there's an element of, uh, of that location that feels like, uh, what was the name of the place in The Shining? It has very much a, a feeling of The Shining. Mount Washington. No one wants to say it, though they pretty much said it in the Lear Telegram today. Aaron White and 
Steve and Nick from the city, that place is just going to deteriorate and become a ghostly abandoned property, just the way it's going to become. It's already abandoned, but it's going to become one of those ghostly abandoned properties like 30 years from now that's going to probably be overgrown. There's going to be, it's going to be recessed back. The sort of thing that trees will have grown up around it. If you drive by, you might not even know it's even there. Either that's going to happen or it's, it gets demolished, which would be the best case scenario would be if it got demolished because it's a good spot for housing. Really, the only thing that could go in that area is a housing development. You're off the beaten path. It's hard to put anything in there. What are you going to put in there? You can't, you can't put commercial in there. Some of these plans have set a restaurant. What restaurant's going to go in there? You have no foot traffic at all. None. You have no foot traffic, no, you know, no, no consistent traffic at all, unless you're going to put in a great destination type of, uh, of thing in there. So it's, it's frustrating with the Mount Washington site, but it's got to, I mean, you got to do something with it. The old uh, nursing home up there. It was built in night. Now, the thing is, everybody will keep talking about history. And there are eligibility to get grants for it. It's going to take some $20 million to fix it up. You're not going to get $20 million in grants. But because it's historic, if somebody wants to take a kick at the can, they can get grants. It was built in 1937, part of the WPA. Same WPA that helped build other structures in the area, including Carson Park. That's what makes it historic. Started off as a uh, hospital for tuberculosis patients, eventually the nursing home aspect took over. You know, it's unfortunate for all the growth the area has. We just don't know what to do with with this location. There's nothing that's that's gone up around it. Honestly, a nursing home was probably the best case scenario for it. it was actually a pretty nice spot for a nursing home, I would think. But very much the, the you know, the Mount Washington site is it, 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 it's like a it's like a mole on your on the on the middle of your back. It's like a small mole on the middle of your back. It, it's kind of out of out of sight, out of mind. You just got to make sure you keep an eye on it that uh, nothing bad ever happens there. Back with you with another installment of Talk of the Town next week. Looking forward to that. On behalf of everyone who made this podcast possible, I'm Scott Montesano saying there's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow shining at the end of every day. Make sure uh, to take advantage of it. And until next time, so long, everybody. The one thing that is undeniably universal is that death is inevitable. The death of a loved one is unsettling, regardless of the situation, and as such, those at the end of the process serve an invaluable role. Our friend Randy with Stokes, Proc, and Munt and the Cremation Society is here to tell us how funeral directors are here to provide much-needed assistance. Our main job is to educate, to comfort, to give them order, and to help them consider celebrating the life of the person that they lost, which is very therapeutic for them.
in the long run. Randy and the folks at Stokes, Proc, and Munt, along with the Cremation Society, are available to answer any of your questions, including pre-planning your arrangements. Check them out online and on social media.